Hey, this is Brad Biley, and you just found Insights, the most listened to podcast by recruiters and staffing owners who want to learn what's working in recruitment and digital marketing. If you're new to the show, here's what you can expect to hear. Every other week, Matt Lozar, Haley Marketing's Director of Recruitment Marketing, and I, our Director of Digital Marketing, break down what's working for staffing and recruiting firms across North America. But Insights is not a marketing show. It's a show built to help you get more job orders and more applications. And whether you stumbled upon the show or you're here on purpose, we're glad you're here. Let's get to it. What's up and welcome back to another episode of Insights, the podcast built to help you with your recruitment and digital marketing. As always, I'm joined by Hilly Marketing's Director of Recruitment Marketing. He's Matt Lozar. Matt, welcome to January, bud. How are we feeling? We're feeling good. Uh, we made it to 2024 and we are, we're ready to go. I feel great too. It's 2024. We made it. Um, literally nothing to add to that statement. It, it, it was a good year. Matt, let me ask you that. Let, let's recap real quick. Good year for you overall? Uh, sh- yeah, it wasn't a bad year. Um, I don't know if it was like number one of the years in my life, but it was it was a good year. It wasn't like the bottom wasn't the worst. Yeah, so it was, it was good. Uh, how about you? Let me reframe the question before you ask about me. Was it the year you wish you had for your golf game or did you leave anything out on the course? You know what's funny? Uh, I think it was good. The, it, we got there with the golf game. I thought of this the other day when, um, whenever I'm like, we haven't said it's one day closer to golf season yet. And I feel like since we're in January, we can say that. Yeah, it is one day closer. I did not have the golf year I wanted. I think I played maybe a handful of times, um, but I had a heck of a year, man. I, I enjoyed 2023. My son's getting older. It's cool to see him running around. Things are going really well here. So heck of a year, man. What do you say? You want to get into the show? Kick it off? Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Matt, I want to talk about DoorDash. And friends, if you're new to the Insights, or even if you're a repeat listener to Insights, you know we love to bring rock star marketing to the show. That's ideas we see outside of staffing and recruiting that catch our eye, that captivate us. Matt saw this commercial the other day. And Matt, I've seen it too. And it's actually kind of uh, shame on us for not bringing it to the show sooner. But Matt saw it the other day during probably one of the late college football games, I think it was. And he said, we got to talk about this on the show. Friends, you've probably all seen it. If you have not, DoorDash is running a 30-second spot during most big games. I see it a lot during football. I see it a lot during basketball. Uh, It was on during the college football playoffs. Um, And all it is, is a 30-second spot, giant red screen, DoorDash logo at the top that says, don't miss the game, order food now with a giant, and I mean giant, QR code. Matt, you wanted to bring it to the show. I teed it up for you. Run with it. I think we're making insights history with this possibly being the first time I've had Rockstar Marketing brought to the show. Um, so, hey, we're starting 2024 right. And it caught my eye because usually I don't pay attention to commercials. I'm, I am a classic second screen person during commercials. And it's, it's been on there so much. I mean, it's impossible to miss because DoorDash's branding's simple. It's their DoorDash red or whatever color they say it is um, in the big font with the QR code and some guy on there doing something random. I don't think it's always the same commercial. I saw one where he was singing about food to order. He was just singing about chicken wings and things. It makes sense to me because it's make it's it's such a different commercial style where usually we're used to 30 seconds of engagement with a commercial. It's telling us a story or a message or whatever. 
it's this is literally a billboard, maybe a little guy talking in the corner. I don't know if that's how a TikTok ad would be, but like, you know, kind of like a reel or something. But um, and it's just there. Say, hey, order food, idiot. Like, click, scan your phone right here. And it'll, you don't have to leave the couch and it'll come to you. Like, it's putting the thought in your head. So that's why I like it because it it's so simple that it works. And I, I think it can work for our industry. It's not so much an advertisement as it is direct response. It's it's a call to action. It's an offer. No one wants to leave their couch during a game, right? During a game on a commercial, you're running to the bathroom, you're running to the fridge, and you're getting back to the game, especially if you're actually interested in the game, you're not leaving. And and I have said countless times to, to friends and family, I hate when I have to go pick up food during halftime because you always get back late. You miss a lot of the third. You get back, then you're getting your plate. You don't sit down until the actual fourth quarter of a football game. You miss so much of it. Ordering something during halftime means you're going to miss a little bit of the game. So I, I I get it. As a consumer, I get it. Also, as a consumer of DoorDash and Grubhub, way too much. I get it even more. But Matt, I, I couldn't agree more. Having the opportunity to just say, hey, we know you're hungry. They know they're consumer. We know you want to order food during this game. Do it. <laughs> Is so crystal clear and in your face at this point, we don't need an advertisement of what DoorDash is. And, and even still, with the messaging that they give us, it tells you what DoorDash is. Don't miss the game. Order food now. If you're a DoorDash user, you have the QR code that pops it up to the app. If you've never used DoorDash, in seven words, you know exactly what that app does. It's perfect. It is absolutely perfect. And that's why I wanted to bring it over to the industry because it's it's there's no friction it's simple. You know, if, you, if you're a DoorDash user, it's much easier. If, you, if you're a new user, I'm sure there's a little bit of friction, but I bet they might give you a, a discount or something the first time. They, they love to do that with new customers. And that's what I'm thinking of. If I'm a staffing agency or someone hiring, I just have this billboard up there, you know, ready for a new job, apply today, big QR code, go to a page that just maybe ev- doesn't need to have a specific job. We probably should have it go to a page that just, you know, completes that message, builds off what's on my TV, just make me give a name, email, phone number, nothing else, because I don't want to miss what I'm watching. Make it super simple for someone to convert during that commercial break. And then you have a lead right to your recruiters or whatever automation you have going, and they have candidates waiting for them when they show up for work on the next business day. So there's something you're alluding to there is also bringing your messaging directly to your target audience. DoorDash knows that statistically people want to order food during a sporting event, during a game, mostly during halftime. I would actually, I, and I might do this now, Matt, I might be more mindful of when that commercial runs. If it's like late in the second, if that's when they're, they're, they're trying to trigger like, okay, you're probably coming off your snacks. You're thinking about what I want to look at that. So they, they know though that, and, and we know people eat at halftime. When you're watching a football game, you eat at halftime because you're watching the game. You snack during the game. It's the way the world works. The world keeps spinning. So they show you this ad because your their target audience is sitting there all staring at the same game, staring at the same screen, and that's when they can captivate your attention. So I want to build on what Matt said and challenge you to think about where your target audience is actively hanging out. Where are they gathering? Where are they participating in groupthink or group events? Where might you advertise to get in front of in this case, millions of potential consumers, but in your case, hundreds of job seekers in Buffalo, New York, or dozens of leads in Buffalo, New York. How can you 
lean into this idea and say, hey, it's working for them because here's why. Here's their product, their target audience. Here's exactly what they're doing. Here's the formula. What might that look like for your staffing firm? Matt had a great idea, but how can you build on that and how can you expand on it? I love going where your target audience is from the recruitment marketing side. If we're trying to get candidates, I'd love to run that on a Sunday. Build off the Sunday scaries, someone that doesn't want to go to work the next day. And, and that's when I would display it. And there's obviously some testing, but when you were, th- when I could see the light bulb, you know, going off over your head on when that ad appears during the time duration of a sporting event. And it kind of went off for me too. When you were, I could see it kind of went off for both at the same time. Like, yeah, maybe it, if it's a, if it's a four o'clock game, does it show at like 4.30, 4.45 for East Coasters or wherever you are? It's probably not showing at 10.30, 11 o'clock on the East Coast because most of us aren't ordering DoorDash at that time of night. I mean, it could be, but the, the target is probably right before traditional halftime or you know traditional eating time. So combining that where your target audience is with the time, either time of day or day of week, feels like the right formula to start. And then you hit them with the right message, right? You hit them with the right pain point. In in the case of DoorDash, it's people are hungry. They want to eat during a game. Matt, I got a, a great prospect and client example that I want to bring you actually. So I was working with a client who is in the educational services space. And we were thinking through how to drive applications. Um, and this is going to get outside of DoorDash. So we're going to kind of move on to a sub seg- segment here. But I, I, I think it matters in terms of messaging that we're talking about. Talking about driving applications from people in the educational services space. And as I was auditing who they are, auditing a lot of their um, competitors and looking at other people in the space, it's very much, hey, now hiring, who's, you know, we need a job, looking for work, looking for a job. And in the case of educational services, a lot of people aren't looking for work right now, right? It's, It's very seasonal. Some might be. But what I also realized is in most cases, we're just saying, now hiring, or we have a job, or apply today. And instead, we should be thinking about the challenges that this demographic has. In the educational space, it's challenging work conditions. It's lack of a support system. It's lack of respect from administration. It's overwhelming stress or discipline issues in your classroom. Maybe it's relocating because you want to move to a different location. Maybe it's you're thinking about getting into a new district with new opportunities for you. Maybe it's safety concerns. Maybe you're working in a city that has record high violence, unfortunately, in the school system. Terrible, but maybe it's low pay based on your school district. That's the messaging that gets teachers and people in educational services to apply. It's thinking about their pain points. Matt, I I got a little long-winded, but I, I wanted to paint the parallel there to what that messaging might look like in staffing. For DoorDash, the pain point is you're hungry. We're bringing you this message at the right time in the right way to captivate your attention. Friends, I just want to share one additional idea as it might relate to staffing and recruiting. Matt, anything to add there? If not, we'll move to segment two from segment 1.2, we'll call it. No, nothing to add. I'm interested if other companies try this on a national scale. Um, I don't think I've seen any other ones, but I guess we'll have to to pay a little more attention to commercials and see if anything catches our eye. Matt, let's talk about how different goals require different marketing strategies. Lately at Haley Marketing, I've had the opportunity to speak to dozens of clients about their 2024 goals, their biggest challenges from last year into this year. And I'm noticing a trend that I want to bring to the show. And I bet you're noticing it on the recruitment marketing side of operations as well. 
what I'm noticing, maybe it's a little bit of a stereotype, but again, dozens of calls in the last couple of weeks. We have multiple challenges, but we're deploying the same marketing tactic, hoping that it's going to have a residual impact in other areas of our business. We can't get applications, so we run certain ads about how we're hiring or we have jobs or we're, we're hiring today, hoping that that also drives client leads. We desperately need client leads, so we're talking about all of our services and we're selling our services, which is the wrong approach, and we'll talk about that on another show. Or you can check out Take the Stage with our episode with Dan Mori that just came out last week and you could hear all about that. But Matt, we have multiple goals, but we're not creating a marketing strategy that drives us towards each of those goals. We sort of have this overall, eh, I'm doing something. And and Matt, the analogy that I might paint for the listener is you don't see a company like Under Armour saying, hey, we have clothes, right? They're driving you to buy a new golf polo. They're driving you to buy a new sweater or a new performance, a piece of performance gear, very deliberately driving you to do something, right? They have a goal they're driving you towards. We need to be more specific in our marketing and not just have this umbrella approach. Matt, talk to me. Whew, talk to you. That's, that's a very loaded uh, statement there. What can we talk about right now? When I, when I hear this, I always, I instantly go to the example of a marketing standpoint of pay-per-click advertising, where there's two different types of pay-per-click advertising. And I'm sure you have multiple examples from these clients you're talking about that um, are kind of grinding your gears right now. But I think about with online advertising, it's this is simplifying it. And the PPC team, we've had past episodes with them on insights that they go into way more in depth. But I like to think about there's awareness and there's leads, right? There's a way to do a billboard ad and there's a way to do an ad that drives someone to convert. Direct response. They, but when you don't know what you want with that goal, you're going to implement the wrong tactic. Like if you want direct response and you show just awareness ads of, oh, hey, Matt Staffing Agency, right? I'm here, hi. And there's no call to action, then you're not going to get that. If you want direct response, you need to say, right, get into those pain points Brad's talking about, you know, apply today, click here, very, very direct. So I think, like you said, with the Under Armour example or just whatever, you know, retails makes it a lot easier sometimes because they're pushing something. I had an email today from Travis Matthew about shoes. So they're pushing shoes right now. So you need to have, you know, we need to start with that smart business goal and then figure out the strategies and tactics below it to make sure it's helping you get to that goal. So when you were talking, what, What's an example you can share? Because I, I feel like there's something just underlying here. Let's stay on the PPC wave because I think that's absolutely perfect. So when you have pay-per-click advertising, let's say Matt Staffing Firm has a challenge right now of driving individuals. Um, let's use a school, school education, right? Educational services. You have a challenge to drive individuals from administration to request information about your services, right? So you're 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 lacking leads, business leads. So administrators are not reaching out to you saying, "Hey, we have a staffing shortage in Frontier School District. Can you help us?" On the other end, you also don't have the candidates because it's January and everybody's locked into a role and and in most cases, teachers move in the off season, we'll call it. Okay? Some some will, right? Some get frustrated and say, "Listen, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not going in on Monday." But most are respectful and at least, and, and maybe at a, at a fault of their own, they deal with it and they grind it out until May. 
okay? The ads that you should run for both audiences are incredibly different. Administrators have very specific challenges that are keeping them up at night. Individuals in educational services on the teacher side of things have very different challenges. I outlined a bunch of them in the last segment. If you're running pay-per-click advertising, just saying that you are a staffing firm that handles educational services does nothing for the individual on the other end of that ad. There's no offer. You're not captivating my attention. There's no headline. You're not punching me in the face with any sort of, Matt, the DoorDash example. You're not captivating me. So if we're going to stay on that wave of educational services and we're going to talk about maybe PPC in this specific example, multiple goals require multiple marketing strategies. Well, then you need to deploy those. You need very specific PPC ads that are targeting administrators. You need PPC ads that are targeting um, teachers and individuals in educational services that are talking about the things that are struggling for them and be specific with it. Otherwise, the ads aren't going to work, plain and simple. And, and, and we talked about it on PPC, but that's the same thing. If an administrator is opening up an email that is very much copy that should be for a teacher, it doesn't work. It doesn't align. Right, Matt, it'd be the same thing if your Travis Matthew um, email that you got today was talking about clothes that a women's golfer might wear, right? It just doesn't work for you or a women's club. It doesn't work for you. It's mixed messaging. It doesn't work. So when we think about having different goals, we need different marketing strategies because we need to meet the individual where they're at, where they're being challenged and offer them that solution that they're looking for. I think you did a good job of summarizing it there. It's, it makes a whole heck of a wave lately. Yeah. It makes a whole heck of a lot of sense, but it just, it takes a little bit of planning, you know, making sure, you know, who your audience is, you know, talking to them about the pain points or talking to the people on your, you know, who are on your front lines, talking to prospects or your current clients or candidates or prospective candidates and finding what's happening there. I literally had this conversation with a company out in uh, California yesterday, does healthcare recruiting. And he talked about, you know, we got to get on the community and talk to people because we're, we're viewing their job ads. And he said, Matt, what do you think? And I said, they're standard, right? They're okay. They're not great, but they're not speaking to that problem that's in healthcare right now. Like Brad said with educational industries, if it's schedule, if it's a bad work environment, if it's lack of support systems, if it's, you know, bad principal or administrator, whatever, get out there and talk and then put all of it together. That's the thing. Like you, you have the goal, you choose the right strategy and tactic, and you get the right messaging behind it to reach your target candidate. Um, and then you, you, you keep moving on and adjusting. You know, what I think is another challenge, Matt, is the, the cost associated with doing this, with deploying multiple marketing strategies, the perceived cost. And, and friends, I know where the two marketing guys who talk and in, in, in my world, cost doesn't matter if it works. Cost is an issue when you don't get value out of something. When you get perceived value out of what you're paying for, the cost does not matter. So if you're thinking, well, Brad, I can't run multiple PPC ads for multiple audiences, for multiple demographics. I can't run multiple email campaigns for candidates, clients, segment out my clients based on current, perspective, past. I can't, I can't afford all of that. You can if what you're doing works. And you can if what you're doing is providing so much value that you're getting an actual return on that investment and you're, you're, you're green instead of red because of those investments. I want to take a real short break to tell you about an offer exclusive to listeners of Insights. 30 minutes of strategic marketing consultation with me, completely free. 
You visit bit.ly slash insights30, pick a time that works best for you, and that's it. Whether you need help driving better candidates or you need ideas to drive more sales, I want to help in 2024. So you go to bit.ly slash insights. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash insights 30. All right, back to the show. Matt, I have a challenge for our listeners. I would like everybody listening to stop doing... Oh no, Matt, are you frozen? I was going to say, that's never happened before. You just looked so frozen. You, that was like, that was a thousand yard stare. I might keep this in the show so you can watch that back. Matt, I have a challenge for our listeners. If you're listening today, I want to challenge you to stop doing the one marketing tactic that is driving you absolutely no return on your investment in 2024. And you might say, Brad, that is banana land. And I'm here today to say, listen, if it's not working, it's time to break it and find something that does. Matt, in being a part of this industry for now almost 11 years, which is crazy to say, I have seen one very, very true, and I've come to one very, very true realization. When we find something that works at one time, whatever that time might be, we will do it until we die. Friends, there are things that you are doing within your organization, and this might be outside of marketing. Maybe we brought in the challenge. There are things that you are doing inside of your organization right now that are not driving the same ROI as they did back in 2012, 2019. Heck, December of 2023. It is okay to have the courage to say, listen, this isn't working anymore. Let's try this instead. And maybe you need somebody like me to say, listen, it's time to have the courage to do that. Matt, that's my challenge to everybody. What do you think, buddy? It does seem to be a challenge that plagues this industry. Um, having worked here for nine, almost nine full years, or nine full years, actually. Um, I also struggle to see if it's just this industry, if it's other industries. Um, I think staffing does get caught up in the in the, what's always worked. Don't change it. Um, don't want to try something new because you're scared to do that. But I think anytime you can keep adjusting and stay at the front, you're probably going to be ahead of your competitors. And that's that's a mindset that always, almost always, I don't like to say always, almost always motivates this industry, right? What are my competitors doing? How can I beat them? Or what are other companies doing that's working? Might not be the the competitor five miles down the street, but maybe it's a similar company across the country. You know, if you're a manufacturing company, nursing, staffing issue, whatever. Um yeah, it didn't always work. Like, and I see it in the job boards all the time. Well, you know, they're on Indeed and they're frustrated with Indeed. Oh, what about Career Builder and Monster? Okay, Career Builder and Monster, or one of them is very close to closing their doors, probably. Like, literally in 2024, if Career Builder closes its doors, nobody would be surprised. So, trying to do job boards, great. Let's have some different names and do that. So, I think that's one example that um, I see in my day to day that, yeah, job boards work and they're great, but let's. Let's not just go to old reliable from 2000, pick your year. I just want individuals to have the courage to say, listen, it doesn't need to be this way. And, and I think for years I've seen in the industry, listen, well, this is how we do it. You know, we, we, even in the interview process, candidates come in, we run them through these questions. This is what we do. This is how we operate. Then COVID happens. And it's like, well, Hey, you could do this over zoom or you could do this over a phone call and you'll be just as, just as good and just as well off. It, it takes something drastic like that to shake things up, but we don't necessarily need that. 
we can look at the data, we can analyze what it is that we're doing and say, listen, our goal, that's another point, Matt, maybe your goals changed since 2019. And if you're deploying the same things and the same resources that you were in 2019, you're moving in a different direction, right? If you want to take your family to a different place for family vacation, but you use the same map, you're not going to get there. So we need to think about, wow, that was good. We need to think about, hey. Always comes back to the roadmap. Yeah, I love that analogy. That was a fantastic talk too. I should bring that one back. If we need to have the courage to say, listen, here is where we are going in 2024 and here is what we're going to do to get there. And these are the strategies and these are the tactics. And friends, that might change come June and that's okay. But if we are, and Matt, you're going to articulate it better than I will. What is it? insanity to, to do the same thing multiple times and expect different results is a form of insanity. Is that it? You're, you're, you're close enough. Close enough. You know what I'm getting at. Friends, I don't want that for you. We can all thrive in 2024. I'm seeing too many companies struggling to drive sales, struggling, I know Matt's saying, to drive applications. We can figure this out. And there are hundreds of epi- there are a hundred of episodes of insights that can help you get there. Um, there's also friends at Haley Marketing who would love to help you. Matt, anything else before we get out of this one? The only thing is, it doesn't. Ha- Brad's not saying take the marketing plan, take the plan, crumple it up, and throw it in the circular file in the corner. It's not. A, not. It doesn't have to be a full change. It can be small incremental changes. If you're a little more um, progressive or or proactive, maybe it could be a little bit bigger of a change. So match the goals to the strategy and tactics, but it doesn't always, it doesn't have to be a full 180. It can be a small change that you implement to see if it works, um, to get some buy-in internally and then continually test. Cause that's something you see across all industries, not just staffing, but you know, a test budget test strategies and tactics you can see that are working. So you're not jumping at the latest, you know, shiny object in the corner, but you aren't ignoring it either. Yes, I agree. Right. I'm not saying, listen, blow everything up. And if you're in healthcare staffing, now you place welders. That's not what I'm saying. I am saying have the courage to evaluate everything that you're doing and make the right decision based on where you are headed, what, where your North Star is pointed in 2024. Matt, that's your show. Thank you for listening to another episode of Insights. If you found this episode valuable, we would love to know. You can message Matt or Brad on LinkedIn to share your thoughts. If you have a question for us, you can tweet us at Haley Marketing and let us know what you're thinking, or you can email info at HaleyMarketing.com. And of course, if you need a hand with your marketing or recruitment marketing initiatives, we would love to help. Message info at HaleyMarketing.com and be sure you tell them Insights sent you. For my podcast partner, Matt Lozar, this is Brad Biley. See you next time. 